Hello, everybody, and welcome to ep- this episode of Real Deal No Chill. Real Deal No Chill. I finally got it. You got it. Thank you for everybody that has been tuning in to our shows each and every week. We love you guys. Thank you. Um, again, my chillings. I know you don't like when I say chillings. <laughs> But that's what I call them because they give us so much feedback and they keep doing it. And what we're going to do, we're just going to keep that high content coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you may need to find another name. (laughs) Please, guys. (laughs) Like, I'm cheery. You know. No. It's the chillings. Anyways. All right. So we have some special guests in the building. My longtime friends. Um, they are now big time realtors in Dallas. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah. Shani and JT, say hi to the chillins. Hey, hey chillins. chillins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. How weird saying chillins. <laughs> it's not like chitlins, like chitlins. <laughs> no. <laughs> guys, we're all not chillins. <laughs> if you guys call them chillin, chitlins, they're never going to let me say it again. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> All right, so we got we have these guys in the studio. Um, just first of all, tell our real deal, no chill listeners what 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 do you guys do day in and day out? Tell us, Josh. Take it away, question. Josh. All right. <laughs> so from from the from real estate side or from, from the real estate. First of all, well, I I think as a realtor, you would want people to be mm-hmm. comfortable with you right. first because you you all up in their business, right? Mm-hmm. So just tell us a little bit about yourselves and then we can go into that part. Yeah. So husband and wife of how many what 2012? Wait a minute. Yeah. Are you question are you yeah. asking her how many years? 2012. Yeah, I, mean, I don't 11, like to count. 11 calculated. years on Wednesday yeah. together. Oh, seven years. Yeah, it's September. I forgot. I just looked at the calendar today. I forgot to throw a shoe in one of y'all. Is that how busy you guys are? You forget the months? I love it. And then uh, seven years married. I love it. Oh, how cute. Wow. And And three years. Two children. Three years in real estate as a husband wife team. Going on three years. Nice. Two two year old and a seven year old little boy. Very bright. Yeah. And our daughter's very fiery. Yay. Does like she get that from like, you or mommy? They get, they both get it from mom. Clever <laughs> and fiery. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, as realtors, we uh, here in Dallas, we started out in, as as real estate investors in North Carolina, Charlotte, and nice. migrated to Dallas, got beat out by some heavy pocketed investors out of California. And had a terrible realtor experience buying our house here. Yeah, really? which wow. in turn took full turn we decided to get our own real estate license. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So That's great. We've always been on the other end of the buying side and it was really interesting to have a poor realtor experience in North Carolina who our last house um, it was wasn't the awful. best. Jeez. You know, we were always trying to find ways to help realtors and educate them on what they should be doing and when we got here, we're like, you know what? <laughs> after, we need to help people <laughs> after what we just experienced. Oh, so yeah. we're so, like, I mean, we were painted enough. We were painted enough to finally just go ahead and but we didn't realize it's starting another business so because you the guys, investing side is a separate business and then you start on the realtor side you help them represent people and educate mm-hmm. them on what you know however where's that business coming from right so right. and in real estate investing we would basically purchase different listing list mm-hmm. and direct mail them and real estate right. you have to have conversations not everybody wants right. to sell 
and the listings that we were purchasing were people who were typically not in the best financial situation. Okay. So they needed an opportunity to exit. And so we gave more them that. like pre foreclosure or something. Yeah. Was that, it that extreme? Yeah. 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 Pre foreclosures. Um. Absentee. Absentee owners. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Probate so, stuff pro- like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it was like stuck in probate. So you guys help people that stuck in probate too. Well, well, we did. That, that's when we were investing. Okay. So, yeah, so when the, we, that's what we were doing in North Carolina before we came here. And in hindsight, it was kind of crazy because we were like, let's make a move across country, <laughs> go to a market where we really don't know a lot of people, and then let's sell real estate there. Like that's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, that's what's up. But yeah. speak what you want and then you... Pray for that, and you yeah. get that motherfucker. Right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I like that. Yeah. That's my motto. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. And our motto, by the way, is real stuff, no fluff. So, oh, real stuff, no fluff. I'm gonna give it to you real. And even when we tell our clients to sit down, we set the expectation early. You know, first things first. In order to make this thing happen smoothly, let's hustle. As with the least amount of hassle is you know we gotta model real stuff no fluff that's what's up yeah, I like that it's from the beginning mm-hmm. huh? exactly I'm like tell me yeah. tell me what it is from the beginning that way I'm not mm-hmm. like thinking oh it's gonna be this grand but oh yeah. actually we right here and then the mm-hmm. next step is getting this big right. so yeah. I like that yeah mm-hmm. we're real huge stuff, on no communication fluff. I mean if you don't communicate up front like everything goes to shit immediately yeah. so yeah, yeah. and it know. makes the transaction so much more harder yeah. like exactly. in, at the end of the day if you're not honest right. it's gonna make our job harder right. it's gonna make a lot of people's time wasted and frustrated right. and it's right so as realtors I'm Ooh. sure you guys set expectations and uh-huh. the buyers or the sellers that you guys are selling for you know they set expectations uh-huh. so do when you meet well exceed those expectations do you tell them I'm gonna sell it by this time or you just kind of like surprise them we ask them, them we ask them what their expectation is and what they want to happen right um, because for a listing, for a seller, for example, that's going to give us a good inclination of what we need to be doing as far as pricing strategy, right. how we need to market it, how quickly we need to get the house on the market. So we've walked into listing appointments where it's, this was last October, and she's like, I want my house sold by the end of the year. And we're like, okay, well, things are going to have to move very fast, and you're going to have to be very available because there are several things that we need to get done in order for your house to get sold by the end of the year and right. you have to be willing to listen to us because if we're going to fight over price well then it's not going to get sold by that time mm-hmm. right so if you're hiring a realtor you're hiring them because they're an expert not because you and, want to and, bullshit and, back and, and, and forth and, and, with them not every realtor is an expert <laughs> well they're okay. going into it with the with the they have the license taking in the hours i guess yeah they would be classified as an expert but right. not every realtor is an well expert. when they hire us they're hiring as experts that's okay. what i'm talking about right. so okay. i mean you're not yeah. you don't hire me to fight with me about price opinion when it's yeah. what i do every right. day right. Not, not, right. not every so. realtor is the same so right. you can't classify them all as experts because they're not all experts just like when you go to college and you focus on something when you leave college, do you continue educating yourself or, you know, or someone who's more of an expertise in their field? Mm-hmm. Do they excel and, and they're considered the top one percent? Right? right. What does that look like in the same industry? Well, mm-hmm. Shani and I, we're definitely not, you know, uh, average Joe's by any means in our business. But we definitely know what we're doing and how to deliver. And that's why we just implemented a guarantee program in our company, because the data the data speaks for itself. Right. So, you know. Yeah, yeah we've just, never not we've never not sold one of our listings. So. Ooh. Yeah. 
That's what's that's up. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, wow. I, I love it. I know who to come to when it's time to buy me. <laughs> there you go, girl. There you go. So with with that being said, you guys are a married couple that's working together. That's and funny. you guys live together. <laughs> and you have kids together. I got questions. And you have right. so much together. Yeah. <laughs> Give hard? us the real deal on this. How hard is it? Or how right. easy is it? Um, I think that they're really easy days. And then there are really hard days. And then most of the time, I feel like it's a good balance of, you know. That's her opinion. Yeah. I mean, mean, your opinion, because I feel like we would have the same opinion. It's like, it's it's really a lifestyle. Like, you're really trying to, every day, you're trying to design your lifestyle on how you want it. You're the architect in your relationship, your business, in in our relationships as a parent, you know. So it's uh, like, you can be working all day. Because you're building a business from scratch, but right. working all day, and then eleven o'clock gets here, and and you're tired, and she's like, "Hey, I'm going know, to bed now." <laughs> you know, or or you haven't spent any time with me, right? Or yeah. Because time is different. Like yeah. when you're a married couple and you work together, yeah. because we're together all the time, right? But we have to car- compartmentalize. So we have like work, Josh and Shawnee, and then we have like husband and wife josh and shawnee mm. and then yeah. mom and dad josh and shawnee right. so we can be together all day and it can feel like we haven't spent time no together time. all day oh, wow. like today we were in the same space all day but we did not spend time together all day and i got in the car i, I asked her how was your day today yeah oh, <laughs> that's for, like you have right to ask those simple right. questions yeah. right yeah oh that's wow. funny Okay. It's, it's definitely a challenge. I would say this though. It's definitely a challenge. And, you know, just like this past week, we've had one of those, you know, we were revisiting our business and really digging deep into our business, auditing our business and figuring out where we need to improve mm-hmm. and one for each other and what can we do better in our roles. Um, Self reflecting. Yeah. It. And our personalities are so different. Yeah. So he's a creative mind. Like he's very creative. He's always thinking of the next thing to create and Mm -hmm. how to implement it and how to make our business better. And I'm very analytical. So I'm not so much of a creative. I just kind of want like the black and the white and the end result. Right. I'm not so much concerned with marketing and all of those kind of things, which is what he's really focused on and really great at. So it's nice because we tend to compliment what the other one does not enjoy. So yeah. that's one of the, I think that's one of the bigger benefits of us. It's not everybody can do it, y'all. Right. I'll say that much. Like, Clearly. not everybody, you know, you may love your person that much, but as far as like, you really have to coexisting like each other. and really like <laughs> coming back to your, to the same bed and still being on flame, right. like right. college days, like that's still the same. Brittany, on, Brittany like, knows. Yeah, it's still the same. Straight up looked at me like, you know what? Brittany knows. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. And, but they've grown uh, like a lot. And I'm pretty sure they can say the same for me. Yeah. That I like, they've, as a couple, it's crazy to see the growth that um, it within them. Personally, um, business, within y'all's marriage, um, within y'all's friendship, all that. Like, it's beautiful to see um, the growth of so many years. What, like 10 years? A long time. A long ass time. A long time. It's been a long time. So let's play a little real play. I am a buyer. I don't know. So you guys sell houses, and do you help people find houses? It's, yeah, mm-hmm. all right. So, so you do we both. Help that. We help buyers and sellers. Okay, get your credit. We get your credit fixed, guaranteed. That's and within what 45 I was getting to. Because <laughs> uh-huh. a lot of um, 
people our age, uh, minorities, they don't really understand what it takes to buy a house. And to buy a house, it looks like a far horizon to them. Mm-hmm. Um, tell people what they need to do to even start looking into that um, in in that realm of that. <laughs> do you want me to take this question? Go ahead. Okay, so I think generally I would give kind of one way to go about it, but I'm going to give two different scenarios. Um, so if you're trying to go the traditional traditional route with bank financing, let's say, for example, you have to have a minimum 580 credit score. What type of loan is that? Because there are different types of loans, correct? Different type of loans. FHA. Um, FHA. So um, you can do an FHA loan, conventional loan, VA loan. There are um, USDA loans if you're going to be buying out far, way out where. Like country. Yeah, country. Like bone, fuck nothing. Not just like Exactly. So I think people get, um, they get overwhelmed by what they hear or what they don't know or the lack of knowing. And so if you're going to go the traditional route, you need to have at least a 580 credit score. You really want it to be 620 because then you can jump into some other loan programs that you may not be able to if you have one of those lower scores. And um, you can take advantage of down payment assistance if you have a high enough score. So um, we always tell people to start with your credit. Look at your credit. Make sure that you're in a good place with that. And then you want to make sure that you... I'm so sorry. I don't want to cut you off, but I will forget this. What should they be looking for on their credit to say, I am ready to buy a house? Well, the, I would say, one, your your, your debt-to-income ratios. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one. Definitely. And then you want to make sure you keep your um, your balances below 30%. Mm-hmm. And also, your utilization rate, all right? You want to make sure that you have multiple accounts open mm-hmm. and that you're also utilizing your accounts, but you're keeping them that below that, that 30%. Mm-hmm. Because right. once you start exceeding that 30%, now you start getting dangerous. And and all, when, you, when a lender, they look at you, that's a lender or a bank or anybody that's going risk. to give you a loan, they're going to look at, say, okay, well, how can we gauge the risk? They're going to look mm-hmm. at your debt to income. They're going to look at your credit, which is, a.k.a. your your consumer report. How how well have you been responsible as a consumer? Right. Right. How pay- well can you pay your debt? Yeah. You don't right. necessarily have to have zero debt because how are they going to know you're going to pay your debt? You have no debt. have that history. Yeah, and you don't want to close off off a whole bunch of accounts. Leave your accounts open. Don't pay them down all the way to zero. Keep like $10 $10 balances on them. Um, And another thing as far as like any um, like large payments that you have, uh, let's say like purchase a car, a, a, a car, that is a red flag. All right. When it comes on your credit report. Okay. If you're if you're about to buy a house. Right. Okay. So don't make any big purchases. Yeah, so yeah. Big purchases. Yeah. 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 So uh, those those are things that to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, we like to we like to lean on our financial person. Yeah. Our financial person, they know about the product. They know what can benefit their our client, mm-hmm. and they educate our they're able to educate our clients on the product, the right. financial product that can help them. Because when we do an intake with a new a new client, a customer that comes in before they come a client, say, hey, let's get you with our financial person. They're going to tell you where you are. And then we, Shani and I are going to be able to digest and say, okay, hey, here's a roadmap. Here are your goals. Your goals are now here's your roadmap to your goals. And let's deconstruct and let's hit, hit some, some key points uh, the, for the next four months. And then we'll check up here and there. That's how it happens. Thank you. And so all you just have to be, are not the same. No way. I do want to mention that because some people will say, 
well, I went to X lender and they denied me, so I know I can't qualify. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily the case. Lenders have different loan packages and they can package your loan differently. So you always want to check with four, five different lenders, shop your loan and make sure you're getting the best rate and the best product. Because if a lender knows that you're only talking to them, you're not going to get their best product, period. So if you're going to start the home buying process, make sure that every lender you I mean, not, well, there are some I could tell you not to use, but that's a different story. Um, but please don't mention anyone. Sure. We don't want to get I know, sued. I know. <laughs> so please um, <laughs> just check with four or five different lenders because you'll never know who's yeah. going to give you the best product until awesome. you get out there and launch. Yeah, you know, a lot of people make price sh- match. Oh, we, yeah, yes, yeah. A lot you, of companies do yeah. price match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. Make the, make, or they'll start paying for compete. stuff you didn't yeah. know they'd pay for. Yeah. Ooh. No. You just got to ask questions. And I've yeah. learned that since I've been mm-hmm. in the loan officer role. Like, mm-hmm. if the customers ask the right questions, we'll be like, okay, we'll knock a $1,000. Like, uh, they know what they're talking about. Or, oh, we can we can reimburse you for that appraisal. (laughs) Oh, really? Because you didn't tell me that two months ago. Or you didn't ask. I didn't know it was an issue. So now I'm telling you, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do whatever to keep that business. Uh Yeah. So back, okay, okay. So when I I asked about the credit, but I want you to keep going. Late payments. Late pay. Okay. Late payments. Uh, notice of default. Okay. <laughs> that means you don't oh, need yeah. to be doing uh, any evictions. They evictions, don't want to see that. Yeah. Right. Bankruptcy. So, bankruptcy. All that stuff. Student loans. <laughs> Student loans. You need to be be current and to date on them. It's That's just it. like it's just another debt, and right. you've you've committed yourself to that debt. That's now a carrying um, a cost to you per month. Now the the lender's going to consider that as a something that they need to make sure they include in terms of your debt to income ratios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that was an investment you made. That's I have something to say about yeah. student loan debt. Yeah. So um you want to make sure that when you start your loan process that your student loan debt is where you want it to be. For example, if you have your loans being deferred and then they suddenly kick in right in the oh, middle yeah. of when you're It'll trying to get pre qualified, uh, it will drastically change your pre approval amount. Mm-hmm. So I've seen it where someone's been pre approved for three fifty and then they they were having their student loans deferred and then their loan kicked in during the time we were shopping for a home mm-hmm. and it bumped them down by $65,000. So Shucks. when you say yes. kicked in, wow. you're saying their deferral period came up and they didn't renew it? Like what happened? Right. So their student loan was in deferral. Oh. And so their, their period ended. Okay. And so they had to start paying on their student loan debt. And yeah. so when they had to start paying on their student loan debt, that affected their debt to income ratios. Uh, and that debt question, to income ratio. Shani, why? Why did it affect their debt to income ratios? Because it gave them more debt. And they, but the debt was always income. there, yeah. though. Yeah. Right, but they so, weren't paying on it. Yeah. So, so if they're like paying that. on it, mm-hmm. then that's going to affect it because right. now that's money that they have to take out of their income mm-hmm. that's going towards exactly. somewhere else. So debt yeah. income ratio. Mm-hmm. So, so you said look at your credit we kind of explained that what you're looking for keep going shiny um so once you look at your credit you're going to want to talk to a lender get your pre-qualification process going because you never want to start shopping for a home if you don't know how much home you can exactly. purchase right because then you're going to start looking way above your budget and you're going to have <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have champagne oh, taste with like you're drinking a 40 ounce, you're drinking a 40 ounce budget. So you always want to make sure 
you have your budget and you know your budget. That is so important. Yeah. Because Josh and I will not show you homes if you're not pre-qualified and you don't know your budget. Makes sense. It makes you waste your time. You would think that that made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But to a lot of folks, they don't like that. So it's okay to go to open houses backwards. on the weekends, right. you know, learn By your, yourself. your homework. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't include a realtor yet if yeah. you don't know how right. much money just, you're going to yeah. be approved. Just right. as you spend time with a consultant about your business. OK. Or you're spending your time with your tax, your tax, uh, your tax guy or you're spending time with anybody of that nature. Everybody, everybody's time is, is valuable. Yeah. So, I mean, you do your, if you do all your numbers from how much you made last year, how many hours you worked, that's how much your time is worth per hour. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, nobody's time is free. Now, Josh and Shannon, we're going to work our butts off, but we need to make sure you've done your homework first. Right. Like, what do you know about the buying process? Tell me, you know, what's the first step? All right. Because once you're able to determine your budget, then we can say, okay, now you're serious. Okay. Now let's take the next appropriated steps to get you closer to your goal. All right. Well, Tell let's me. talk about determining a budget because a lot <clears> of people <throat> think that. Once you decide, okay, I'm going to put 3% down on a conventional loan or 3.5% yeah. down on an FHA loan, that that's Hold all the money they need. the freaking horse. Let's talk about what you just said because that was deep. <laughs> down payment. You just can't, you just can't, you just can't scale by that 3%. What is 20%? What you talking about, Shani? It ain't no 20%. Like, do you want that extra mortgage insurance? Do you not want that extra Back in the day, you had to do all that. I really want you to, the reason why I stopped you on that is because I feel like that is where a lot of people get discouraged because mm -hmm. they, they, they're back in the day, oh, 20%, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So I need for y'all to, to give it to them. You know, right. we, want, we want them to start buying some houses up here. Right, yeah. seriously. So um, traditionally, if you are going to go conventional or FHA. Conventional, you can put 3% down. FHA, you can put 3.5% down. But And that's of the purchase price. However, people get the misconception that that's all that's included mm -hmm. when you're going to purchase a house. That is not the case. Oh, um, so, <laughs> so aside from your down payment, you're going to have closing costs associated mm -hmm. with buying a house. So people are like, oh, I want to buy a $200,000 house and I've saved 3% of that. Like, I'm good to go. I'm like, mm -mm. you bump your brakes because you got to <laughs> hold up. <laughs> wow. They thought they was just going to put that 3% down and, and be it. done. How they say it? You thought? That's right. right. They'll That's be real going. mad. They'll be real mad. So you want to make sure because you're going to have prepaids at closing, right? And that's where this other money is coming from. So when you're buying a house, you're going to have to pay, you're going to have to have an appraisal. So it's going to be about six hundred dollars. You're going to have to pay your first year of homeowners insurance, depending on the size of the house, anywhere from fifteen hundred to I've seen policies for almost three thousand dollars. So you're going to have to pay. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to pay three months of taxes up front. Yeah. So. You know, you're going to have to figure out, I mean, your loan officer will be able to help you tell you what your taxes are and what the prepaids are going to look like. Mm -hmm. um, but you're going to have to pay three months of that up front. You're going to have attorney's fees for the title company. You're going to have doc prep fees. Shani, so Shani, what? Don't, don't. What? These are the things that people don't know. Yes. I know. But I didn't the, know yeah. you had to do three months of taxes know. up front. I didn't I, know I didn't any know of that. that. Yeah, Keep going, Shani. But it's a laundry list of fees. Though. Yeah, I, right. I feel like right. it, I mean it is fees, but in all, I mean, if someone's putting, it, they want to make sure that they save more than just three percent. Exactly. Is what I'm right. saying. Yeah, and I think exactly. that it, right. it'd be good to give a case study of what of um, like, for example, the last the last transaction with and uh, I think it was in Desoto, uh, Lancaster or Lancaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, shiny, shiny. <laughs> 
Slow down. You're telling everything. Be quiet Slow now. Yeah. No. Uh, for example, this is this is someone in the, the profile. That was someone who had done their homework. Okay, mm-hmm. they knew what they wanted. They took them for taking the first steps. They got approved already. Mm-hmm. Um, we advised them to get a second opinion on their loan because you should always get a second opinion, get a second quote. All right, if we're renovating a house and you get a contractor to say, hey, we'll do it for 80000 mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, get a second quote, second, third quote. And then they come in and say, oh, I can do one for 65 another for 70 Well, now you've got something to work with. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now you're determining your savings. How much can I save? Mm-hmm. Well, this this guy, he had a 640 credit score. Mm-hmm. No, oh, 619. 619. Yeah. Ooh, right under 619. Yeah. That hurts when I run credit. <laughs> right? Maybe like 619. Right? Yeah, he had a 619. And he was very he had, He's been on a job. He's been on a job for more than two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he had a, he had a nice little uh, savings. He did. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this was a this oh, was and a you really guys got good. him into a house. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. was this was an exceptional situation for him because it ended up working out really well in his favor. So we found him a house, and he ended up using a down payment assistance program. So his down payment was covered through the down payment assistance oh, program. Okay. So that's really nice. What does a down payment assistant cover? The down payment. Okay, and the down payment. What? How much was it? Yeah, how much is right. a down payment? Um, his down payment on this house was about sixty nine hundred dollars. I'm saying because right. people don't know what a, a down payment versus to like the upfront cost. Well, I'm getting you know there. what I'm saying. So yeah. like the down payment and and the cost to to buying a house, you got the you got you buying the house and you also paying the transactional fees. Right. Right. Like the earnest money. You've right. Got, okay. I was getting there. Okay. Yeah. So his um. See, that's how you work together. You see, <laughs> right there. She's, she's like, like, yeah, babe, I got, got you. Let me keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm getting there. I got that. Put down the mic. I, I was going there. Uh, so no, no, his. can go. His, <laughs> you wait, wait, come back. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's because I'll be quick to lose my whole train of thought. So um, me too. Gosh, I know. I'm like, I gotta say it, or else it's gonna go, and then I'm gonna be like. What was I thinking about? I don't even know. Um, or you'll say, I don't even know where I was going with that. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's exactly how I'll be like, oh, hell. Yeah. What was, what was I about to say? Um, so this dude, he, um, we got his down payment covered by down payment assistance, which mm-hmm. was really great. And then we negotiated that the seller would give him $6,500 in closing costs. Oh. And so the great thing about it is how... Negotiate that. I mean, that's that's amazing. Is it Sheila's point? She a boss. Can I play it, Ricky Ross? I got a fresh outfit. Okay, I'm like, wow. So he was winning all the way around. That's a sub. So he was super winning. So the great super winning, super winning. winning. (laughs) So this Joker, I'm gonna tell you how much he was winning. He got more than twenty five hundred dollars back at closing. They wrote him a check at closing and was like, for buying a house. For buying a house. Oh, wow. Yeah. So initially he had to put down earnest money, which is always one person on the purchase price. So for right. him, it was like twenty three hundred dollars. Right. So, so he got that back. Real deal. I don't, don't want to cut you off because I because oh, no, it's good. a lot of things that you're probably saying that's really foreign to yeah, our um, what is earnest oh, yeah. money. So yeah. earnest money is um, when you're buying a house, you don't just wait till closing to pay all the money. Right. right. So the seller wants to know, like, hey, this person is serious. Like they really want to buy my house. Like they're right. not just bullshitting around. So typically earnest money is 1% of the purchase price okay. of the house. And that money gets held at title, the title office, but it's applied to your cash to close. Mm. Right. So it's basically money that goes towards your purchase of the house, but you have to give it as upfront money. Yeah. 
So you also have an option period, which is nice because people are like, oh, what if I don't want the house? They going to keep my my money and keep my two, three thousand dollars. Well, no, not necessarily. Or if the inspection fails, is that is that part of the right? So you have an option period, which is usually seven to 10 days, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's your time to do your inspection, do all of your. Um, HVAC inspections, your foundation inspection, Maybe their whatever first grade. inspection. Remember their first grade. Yeah, your HVAC is your air conditioner, y'all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> is so that mostly through FHA loans? FHA, is FHA kind of here's, with here's their a cool thing. Loans. FHA and this, you can get really geeky with this stuff, but and I think that's where Shani and I strive the most because we know you never know everything about real estate. There's right. right. no ceiling. Right. But FHA, there, there's it's a government requirement. Like the house has to be in a certain condition. Like for example, the trees can't be hovering over, touching the the roof. But mm-hmm. it's my like, house, or, or touching the house, or, or touching or the house. If you don't peeling like paint, paint, or right. like it's my house, yeah. Yeah. and it's because All it's it's federal money. It's the bank's house. It's, it's federal money. You know what? Until you You're pay right. it off. It's <laughs> never my house until about 30 years. Like, this is my house. I'm like, oh, until you pay it off in full? It's the bank's <laughs> house. It's the bank's house. Yeah. Yeah. And this that, is what we want you to do. Yeah. That is very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. So the inspection is different from a conventional versus to an FHA. FHA is, has to be government standards versus a conventional. You're basically purchasing as is. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's important to understand. Uh-huh. Because the, if you if you default on the loan as a FHA borrower, then the the bank they're not at a loss, right? Because it's the, the government. They basically government. say they you know, we're back it up. And so that's loan. where the <clears throat> um, mortgage insurance premium, premium never goes in. away. Yeah, mortgage insurance mm-hmm. premium never goes away. Not that's with insurance. FHA loans. Yeah, yeah. FHA. Okay. And not every and not every seller wants to sell it to an FHA buyer. So now they're talking about the inventory may be cut down by like 30 percent because sellers want to say hey i'm selling my property as is and i don't have to deal with the government and their inspection criteria because inspectors have to come and inspect the property uh differently they have to be certified right you mean appraisers yep is that what i said yeah you said inspectors you're talking about an appraiser inspector too shani really yes Mm. okay inspector like it's (laughs) yes i know that's tough because my loans i didn't have loans that didn't got you know, we can't move forward because we were going a conventional route. But then mm-hmm. when the appraisal came back, we like, oh, it's this much. Now we got to right. switch to FHA. Right. But now we got to get appraisal. another. Right. So, like, I'm also a licensed appraiser. And boss um, up. Yeah. 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 I, I like how you just my home. slipping Please. them gems like, in. I like how I just throw stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? I uh, be appraising <laughs> houses sometimes. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me what just this word is. Every, every now and again. Yeah. So appraisals for FHA loans and conventional loans are very different too. So right. different. So different. Because there are different things that an appraiser has to look for for an FHA appraisal versus a conventional appraisal. Because conventional appraisals are not as picky as FHA appraisals. Right. Conventional appraisals, they go in there, they're like, this okay. is the measurements, <laughs> this is the house. This is the value. Okay, good. But for FHA, you have to look for all those things like peeling paint. Does it look like there are any foundation issues? Is there significant cracking in the wall? Is the exterior brick crack? FHA loans, they want to know everything about this house mm-hmm. because it's the government backing the loan and they right. want to yeah. make sure that it's a sound investment. Which is sure. which is why, because right before the loan gets approved, they have to make sure that that product is the product that it's supposed to be. Right. Okay, so... And I know there's a lot of moving parts, and it, but it's just important to understand if you're an FHA type buyer, you need to understand that, well, there's so much that you can do, only so much that you can do. Like Josh was saying, we can't pull properties out the sky because there's not 
enough inventory. Not everybody wants to do FHA. Right. Therefore, if you want to do, qualify as conventional, then you probably have some more work to do. So it's just it's just those are two things important to understand about different types of loans. Right. And the know? seller does have the discretion as far yeah. as what type of financing they'll accept. They don't have to accept your financing. It's a most off situation. You can forget it. Right. Yeah. So I, I mm-hmm. love how you guys are like really real stuff. No, like real, real stuff. stuff no fluff. Yes. You guys give you the nitty gritty. Like I didn't know that sellers or the sellers had the option to say i don't mm-hmm. want to use a fha loan right mm-hmm. oh yeah so the best thing it sounds like is going conventional um getting your shit together get your credit score up <laughs> and go and that's that's always what i've thought because i me personally i've always thought that mortgage insurance was a fucking ripoff so it's really hard for me to do that and so i i have been on this oh 20 percent, 20 percent, and i understand that you don't necessarily have it but I guess going into conventional. But there are so many ways to get around that, like in a quicker amount of time. Yeah, so I'll so give you that? an example. I'll give you our example of our house. You know you want that. When we bought our what house, happened? we <laughs> bought our house with 3% down with a conventional loan, right? Okay. However, we bought our house, and our house we knew we could upgrade it and build equity into the house. Right. Okay. Equity is basically increasing the value of your house. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the cool thing about private mortgage insurance, it if you have a conventional loan, it can fall off your loan. Right. So you just have to have enough equity in the which house. Is, which is going to be 20% equity. Yes. In order for it to fall off of the loan. Mm-hmm. So 20% into so, the house needs, like your house needs to be worth 20% more than what you bought it for. The balance. Yeah. The balance. So what you, what you own the property, you have to have, so that's, um, I'm sorry, what you've paid towards the property or the money that's just sitting in the property. So right. money that's about how, how the house has appreciated, including what you have paid into the loan. Right. That's considered equity. So look at it as like a gap of money that's went towards the value of the home. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That makes and, 100% but, sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. our house within a year after getting it renovated and stuff, uh-huh. we, it appreciated obviously. Yeah. So what we did is we did upgrades to our house. 20% at yeah. a year? Yeah. In mm-hmm. one year. So Because well, they made upgrades. And because we did upgrades. Excuse me. So yeah, the money you put in is, is yeah, yours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. the thing is, you just have to get a broker price opinion or an appraisal, and then you turn that into your loan officer, and you say, "Hey, I want to get my private mortgage insurance removed." Yeah. And so by doing those upgrades to your house, not necessarily having to save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, then you can get the PMI to fall off your house. And the thing is, I think people have a misconception: is like I have to pour a ton of money in my house. But really, like the appraiser that came and did our appraisal, because I can't do my own appraisal. Um, <laughs> Don't you wish you could? Not right? Like, <laughs> it's such a, such a conflict of interest. <laughs> my house is worth 000. so much money. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it was $1.5 million. <laughs> so, like, they just try. He told me this. This is kind of neat. He told me, he goes, you know, when you're trying to get your PMI removed, the bank is just trying to see that that they can see noticeable upgrades that you've done. Right. So they could be simple things like, oh, I changed out the countertops from Formica to Granite and I painted and I upgraded my fence. I mean, it may not necessarily be worth that to that. Like it may, that may not have been what it have cost you to do right. the upgrades, but as long as it increases the value, you're good. You're good to go. So, yeah. um, yeah, we didn't put 20% down, but that's how we got our private mortgage insurance off in a year. So, And that I'm affects your monthly payment mm-hmm. by like $200 or so. Yes. Yeah. So our monthly payment went down. And it goes towards awesome. nothing. That's, I guess just that's to the what, government. Just, just to the government. Yeah. That's probably it takes hard. them in case you default. 
Yeah. yeah. And we we like to, basically our when our approach with each client, we like to approach you as as an investor because you're making a purchase. All right, you're making an investment. Yeah. All right. You're you're taking say your more say your uh, monthly payment for your rent is $1500. I like to put it like this. $1500 a month. All right. So how much is that in a year? That's more than what $17,000. Right. In a year. That's $17,000 that could went towards an asset. Now that you and you're in that asset for a year, okay, let's go ahead and move out back to grandma's house or mama's house and let's rent the first property out. Right. Now that 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 tenant is, is is occupying that property and they're paying down your mortgage for you. They're giving you sixteen thousand dollars a year for Which occupying the property. At that point, it's an asset. Yeah, it's, it's a performing asset. asset now. All right, because now you're streaming income from that property. Your mortgage right. is twelve hundred dollars, but you're charging the, the market support sixteen hundred dollars for rent. Now you're 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 passively bringing in five hundred dollars a month, or four hundred dollars a month. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and the numbers have, I like to hear. I know. That's what I, I like <laughs> to hear stuff like that's that. That's what we like to talk about as far as a goal. Like mm-hmm. here, here you are. You're buying a house. You're not just exactly. buying a house. You're investing into investment. your future, right? Mm-hmm. And here's how we're going to do that, right? We we granted, don't want you to be house yeah, poor. Yeah, yeah. We we want you to think about the that is the, the lingo. House poor. Yeah. House when people yeah. get in their house and can't yeah. buy furniture. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's what we don't <laughs> want to happen. It's like that. That's oh, horrible. Yes. Yeah, so speaking of <laughs> Brittany, what, are, what also what are the costs of buying a house? Yeah, furnishing the house. I know, right? Yeah. You got painting. Four hundred thousand dollar house, and you got IKEA furniture. But yeah. like not mm-hmm. IKEA furniture, like I know IKEA can't be cool, but uh, yeah, You're you guys really know what I mean. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think people get get so wrapped up in the idea of like I'm buying a house, I'm going to live in the house, it's going to be so awesome. Oh, it's time for Kiara to take her pills. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for me to take my birth control, and I don't have the pills. Real deal, no chill. Looks like the baby coming soon. Baby making in here. Yeah, ain't no baby making. Yeah, there was actually there was actually oh, one lender that I think they uh, asked. Uh, I think how many kids? There was how many one, kids? What? I think it was one. It was like how many kids, and then like they actually included that in terms of like your your debt. Yeah. Like wow. they have it all calculated. Yeah, so dead. keep that birth control. <laughs> I can't believe keep I left the pills. Pills, like baby. I just forget them. That's yeah. so funny. I think I think, that, it was a, I think it was a VA loan. It was a VA loan. Does that sound yeah. about right? VA loans that be having is. some good benefits. They do. Yeah, they do. So oh I feel like the education that I got from today. Yeah. Um. It it's not your average realtor speech. Right. Like right. No. So, have you guys ever thought about starting a school, like, and teaching people to do this? We do we it every day. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we, y'all do. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We to. make okay. money by helping people make money. True. Yeah. So you guys teach realtors to be realtors, and we help realtors. We help realtors. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a program that. We yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, have you ever thought about We've getting talked a about doing a podcast or webinars or something to that effect? We, we it's, it's, it's right now it's just Josh and Shani. Right now it's right. Josh and Shani, so we don't have the, the right. team to build out all those different platforms. But we are slowly for surely working towards that direction. I definitely think that yeah. that can be something in the future that can make you guys mm. some money because yeah. we're you guys un, really y'all could have been saying everything wrong, and I was just mm. like. Yep, that's right. Yeah, like it sounds <laughs> real. So good. Like, sounds yeah. so good. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Like, I know 
Somebody or something like Because I mean we don't really know. So we're just like they don't look like they're a lot. It's well, that's they look like that's and then it's super surface layer. Like, well, there's so many different ways to skin a cat. So that's why I was like, my thing is, is I want, especially people in our community, people are like, oh, well, I have money, but my credit's bad. Or vice versa, you know? And even right. if, so you could always owner finance a house too. Right. And a lot mm-hmm. of people in our community, they don't know about owner financing or they don't trust owner financing or they don't know the right way to go about owner financing. Right. And so, yes, with, so for example, say you're someone who's like, who just got an inheritance from grandma. Grandma passed, you got some money, she gave right. you $20,000, right? But you're young, you're 23, 24, you, you don't have good credit, you don't have a lot of credit, and you're going to go rent an apartment for $1,800 a month. Right. I'd be like, why would you do that? Go owner finance a house and let the owner be the bank for you. Sure, you're going to have higher interest, but you're going to be paying down something that belongs to you as opposed to never being able to get that money back. Right. So take the higher interest rate for a year or two, build your credit, and then refinance the house with a traditional Mm -hmm. bank into a lower interest rate. But don't just keep throwing money away that you're never going to see again. Because the best thing about buying a property is it's an investment. It's an investment. And it's essentially a bank because you are putting your money into something that you own. Mm -hmm. And then if you ever get sick, if you have a family member that gets sick, if you want to invest in other properties, you can do a home equity line of credit on that house. means you can take some of the money that you've been putting into your house. Exactly. You can take it out of your house. And the best thing about that is... There are lower interest rates than credit cards. The pay to pay them back, it's lower monthly payments. Right. So you're making your asset work for you, mm-hmm. and it it actually becomes an active asset because yes. most of the time a house really is a liability up front, right? Oh yeah. Because you're put you're pouring so much oh, into yeah. it up front. Brittany. Oh yeah. It's Brittany. a huge liability. Brittany, so yeah. here's another step uh, beyond that. So when you go to refinance from the FHA to conventional, once you refinance, you can. And do speaking a- of that, I'm so sorry. How right. long? Can just like how long do you have to have your loan before you can do that? Before you can refinance it? Before you can refinance to a mm, conventional. I don't know. It's That's six months question. to a year. It's six, it's if you're trying to take money out, it has to be a year, but you can refinance after six months for okay. a lower interest rate. Says right. the yes. loan officer. <laughs> I know. Says the loan officer. I'm sorry, keep going. Oh, but, you want some cash? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get you some of that cash. Uh, I, I was just gonna say something really simple. Uh, yeah. as far as when you do the cash out, uh, I'm sorry. When you do the refinance, just keep in mind that you are in the Dallas market. So being in the Dallas market, there's a lot of companies moving here. There's going to be a lot of jobs being created. Yeah. And so anytime there's the there's a strong a strong economy that follows yeah. strong real estate, so things start appreciating. There's more currency. There's more money mm-hmm. that's cycling through our economy, which means interest rates are going to get, start getting impacted. Dallas, right. the appreciations of properties are going to go up. Now that means, okay, I have an opportunity to reposition myself. I can re- refinance my property from FHA to conventional at that point, right. and I can do a cash back or a cash out. So, I, you, you, so let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this part though. So, you a cash out part is where you get the equity or shared equity from the property. Now, let's say we just had a client; they did they renovated a property, and I'm like, hey, now you've renovated the property. Let's get it rented out. Now we got the property rented out. Now let's go ahead and refinance, reposition ourselves from the higher interest rate and do a cash out. So now they're getting the difference from everything to put in it right. and the profit that of however much the property appreciated. Mm-hmm. So now they're able to take yeah. that. Now we're going to use that to do as a down payment towards your next property. Yep. And the property's cash flowing and at the same time. That's right. right. So it's an mm-hmm. active so, yes. That's so, a win-win. Like, 
It's, yeah. Y'all, that's the kind of stuff that. So yes. when we're talking about surface, I just want to give you like a yeah. little taste. Like we're educating sixty-five-year-olds, doctors, right. attorneys, and th- th- I mean, think about it. We're experts. They're experts in in their field. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And we're experts in our field, so right. we're able to make money. Uh, by showing them how they can make money and they appreciate the relationship. Mm-hmm. And right. Money, because this is how we like yeah. our buyers to buy. Like we're yeah. not in it just for our 3% of whatever they buy. Right. We want them to buy in a smart area where it's going to grow, where mm-hmm. you're going to see growth and where you're going to see a lot of appreciation so that you can do other things with that money and that asset. You don't got to be house poor. No, you don't got to be you house poor. You just got to buy within poor. your lane right. and find the right That's property right. and but just be patient. Don't be trying to live like the Joneses. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is the Joneses? Why are we always referring to them? What's the thing? Stay in your lane, won't be no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, I, I'm loving it. I, I love the fact that you got, the way y'all feed off of each other, mm-hmm. I'm loving that. And then just the education and the passion that y'all have for what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's so good because most of the time, salespeople or people that make money off of other people, which is a lot of things, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're, you're personally doing it, You you it can come off as ingenuine. Right, because oh, yeah. if you do the like really, because really, if they do this transaction, you make money. Oh yeah. So it's just like, oh, you know, they just want their three percent. But you, you know, know people but, they recognize if you're not being genuine. Yeah. yeah. And then they will they will not want to work with you. Of course, yeah. I yeah. definitely get that. Yeah, that's why our, our motto is real stuff, no fluff, because we like to just be who we are. Like, if you find us online, Josh and Sean or whatever, and like our sellers, we expect them to you know do their do their uh, their research, their homework before they meet with us. Mm-hmm. And if they see a, a video or something that's made, you know, that looks, you know, questionable, it's us. Yeah. And we're not hiding. We're not going to hide. And we're not going to work with everybody. We don't have to work with everybody. We don't. We're right. going to work with people that are a good fit for us. And they're, exactly. they want results. True. And they want results that are hip. You know, it's okay to have fun and good, have a good time. You know, that's how we want to live life. Yeah. So That's how you have like to live yeah. life. <laughs> I, I like do. it. There's a lot of people losing their hair behind real estate. That's true. And y'all but I said think nah. what's been our saving grace is that we're data driven. We mm. when we go into appointments with if we're trying to figure out a price for a buyer or if we're trying to figure out pricing for a listing, we're giving you data. We're giving you numbers. We don't pull these numbers out of the sky like Josh and Shawnee think the house should be priced at X or that you should buy it for Y. We're showing you where we're getting this information right. because that's what's gonna help you trust us is we're saying, hey, these three houses in your neighborhood sold for five hundred thousand dollars. Yours is not going to sell for six. So whatever other realtor came up in here and told you that right. they are lying to you. Yeah. And no I can stuff. back that up because I'm also an appraiser. So I could just flat out say that's not going to appraise. You could list it at that if you want to, but you're going to get in trouble, trouble when you get a buyer and then they get their appraisal and it appraises super low. Then right. you're going to have a whole nother whole cabal of problems exactly. so and same same thing when you're offering on a house we always pull other properties that are similar and tell you what would be a good offer price so we're always looking to get our clients the best deal at mm, the end of the day yeah, like yeah. Mm. i love it love it love it you like it like it. <laughs> mm. 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 oh man this mm. is this has been a great show yeah. so tell our listeners where they can find josh and shiny mind y'all they don't work with everybody so if you don't get your shit together, don't get your shit together. We will help right. you get your shit together. But they will help you get your shit together. And they communicate very well. So they're very successful because communication is the key to being great. Absolutely. And, and I'm getting me wrong. If we may not be a good fit for you, but we may know of another expert. 
okay. approved that can be of a good fit for you okay. from where your needs are. Yeah. Okay, so so tell sure. tell them how they can find you. Tell them how um because josh can do this because you're, you're the, marketing the marketing person, person. get it let's yeah. get it you got right. five so minutes i just got on well we, ju- we just got on instagram it's josh and shawnee xo and shawnee spelled n-n-i-e shawnee s-h-o-n-n-i-e well if you want me to be honest and all these old ass white men can't say ashanta okay they got to say shawnee Girl. <laughs> What's so hard about that? But you can call me Shawnee. Right, whatever works. Josh for and Shawnee right. XO, and then on Facebook is Josh and Shawnee Thomas Duo. Um, okay. Hashtag JSXO Thomas <laughs> Duo. Okay. Uh, real stuff, no fluff. We love you, and we truly do. We may not be a good fit, but we still love you. We still go out and have a good time. All right, baby. Like and then yeah. our website thomasduo.com and then our our. Um, real estate website. Do not love everyone. What? I'll cut that out. <laughs> I edit my own podcast. <laughs> oh, like, put the, put the links oh, below. Gosh. <laughs> I, I'll definitely. Did you give our our um our home search one? Did you say that one? The top yes, the Thomas Team dot properties. Got it. Mm-hmm. So this is a a great dynamic. I I know that you guys know that you know Shani and JT are like they're good people, man. So. <laughs> The fact the that good people, man. Yeah. They they good people, man. And I don't have anybody on this show. And the education and I and I I did joke around earlier and said that I would just believe anything that they say. That is not true. <laughs> it's just a joke. They're joke. very charming, so it is kind of true, but not really. But no, I'm just playing. But they they are really experts. Um, I have watched a couple of their shows, uh, Real Stuff No Fluff on Facebook, and they really know what they're talking about. But they make it very personable to where it the home buying experience doesn't seem like it's a non-reality. Right. But they will give you the real shit. Like if you don't have your shit together, they'll help you get your shit together. But you need to make mm-hmm. sure that you are willing to get that help and do the things that they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Help us help you. Help mm-hmm. us That's help. You gotta start. They yeah. can get their credit repaired within 30, 30 days guaranteed. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. So if you guys want to um, hit up Shawnee and JT for your home, a great home buying experience, you know, hit them up. Also, they probably working with uh, Kiara soon as a loan officer. I think, I think that this is going to be a duo. No, this new kidding. company I'm I going to, I can take out, I can take leads outside of the office. Oh, wow. And I can pay extra for that. So, oh, okay. I just kind of made that up. They didn't even really talk about that. But no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm going to start calling her going, Kiki, you love me. I'm like, y'all can got something for me, me this month? <laughs> <laughs> All them extra coins. All of Oh, exactly but that could be a relationship i'm just speaking things into yeah. existence. but thank you guys for tuning in to real deal no chill we enjoyed shawnee and jt Definitely. thanks um, y'all yeah it was a little it was you know real deal no chill it was a little rough in the beginning you <laughs> know? got me ready to buy a house <laughs> in the beginning of this um this episode it was a little rough and they were here you know what i'm saying because they real deal so they get it but no yeah, chill. so uh, real deal, no <laughs> chill. Go remember to go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Boom, 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 boom. Like, subscribe, and also remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend to listen to Real Deal, deal No Chill. I got it. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>